No Ketchup Chicago. My people, welcome into No Catch Up Sports Talk via Chicago. I am your host, Sean Little. Big Nick the Quick in the building. We back, baby. We got a lot to talk about. Back in the studio. Went over to London and took a big L. Super L. Super L. Dumb L. Big dumbass L. Fish and chips type L, you feel me? (laughs) Boys, is rubbish over there. Very rubbish. We're going to talk bears. (laughs) We're going to talk Bears going forward. What's the deal with the O? What we got to do going forward? <clears throat> this schedule is looking ugly. Yep. We're going to talk about that. I want to talk about the NFL roundup. Best things we saw this week. Worst things we saw this week. Okay. We'll go through that. We'll talk. Uh, I want to talk. That Monday night game was really interesting to me. Yeah. On a lot of different On A lot of different, a lot levels. Of different levels. So we're going to talk about that. The NBA. International crisis International. and the association, Yo. the bag. What's going on? If you, ever, if you ever didn't think it was about the bag, they're letting you know right about <laughs> now. Like, hold on. We're gonna talk <laughs> about the NBA and China situation. Yeah, that's crazy. Adam Silver sweating bullets. Super bullets. He don't know what to do. No idea. It's a lot of revenue. It's a lot of revenue. <laughs> it's a lot of revenue. <laughs> it's all good to be about the right thing, but you can't impact the bottom line. You don't know what to do. <laughs> you don't know gonna, what to do. We're going to talk about that, and uh, we'll talk about a little preseason. Um, and that's about it, man. What's Gucci? What's going on, man? Uh, shit, I was out in, uh, came back from Utah the other day. I was out in Utah for a week, man. Shout out Utah. I was kind of nervous going out there. You know, you hear Utah, you start thinking about a lot of not a fun shit, but... I was out in Park City. It was beautiful. Weather was nice. The scenery was amazing. Like, if you get a chance to go out there, like, and you want to see some, like, real uninterrupted nature type shit, like, that is 100% what it was. Like, most vivid colors I've ever seen. Only thing that was trash is the beers are all, like, 2%. Yeah. So, it's literally, like, water and, like, brown food poisoning. So, you got to drink. You got to drink liquor. Yeah. Or you got to find some shit that came in a bottle, but... I know we were talking about this before we hopped on, because yeah. I've been out there. I've been to Idaho. I've been to Montana. Yeah. I've been to Utah as well. Right. The first thing you notice right when you step off the plane is air quality. Clean. The crispest air I've ever it's, come it's across the best word to describe there. it. And there's not a lot of it because the altitude, but like, yeah. It's super crisp, crisp. though. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's just, and, it's, we, and we were staying up in like a ski resort, different. too. So we were really high up there. So like every day I had to walk up to another resort to get to the meetings that I was at. And, you know, obviously, I mean, the air is real thin up there. So it's a, it's a tough walk. But, man, it's beautiful. Like you're up on the mountains. The air is super crisp. I showed you some of the pictures. The clouds are like crazy vivid. The color of the vegetation is like crazy vivid. Like if it's yellow, it's like a bright yellow. If it's red, it's a bright red. And it's all mixed in at the top of the mountain. You see the snow um like really cool man like i really didn't think like it would be my type of place yeah park city's I would, all right i would go back up there like i'll never ski like don't get it twisted you'll never see me on some skis but like i would take the family up there and chill for a few days i definitely want to check out sundance like i think i texted you that like yo we might have to see what's up with the sundance but yeah the place we were staying was one of these like thousand dollar a night ski resorts so the shit was 
It was dope. Legit. It was super legit. It's like a it's like a, a adult camp. That's it's an adult of, camp. Yeah, yeah. People that own like the condos up there and there. shit. So apparently, Michael Jordan had a crib right by where we were staying. Like real, real nice, real pristine. Yeah. Shout out Utah, man. Except for the liquor laws, liquor laws are crazy. You can't order a double. Oh, I didn't know that. No, you cannot order a double. I ordered a double. The guy was like, "No, nah, I can't do that." Interesting. Like, you can't give me a double. He's like, "Nope." And they all have these little like things on the liquor things. It's like a little yeah, like regulator. A, yeah, 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 yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, don't get a beer though. I got it's a Bud Light. Town, baby. I got a Bud Light the first day, and it was ass. It was different. It was Bud Light light. <laughs> <laughs> it was Bud anemic. <laughs> you feel me? Like that joint. That joint Bud was light, light. <laughs> Bud Light light. Yeah. But shout out Utah in general, man. Beautiful, beautiful situation, man. Speaking, so shout out the gig for taking me out there. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of light light. That's how the Bears showed up in London. Yeah. Light. Super light. I'm going to tell you this off top. I don't want nothing to do with no overseas games, bro. It's just too much extra shit. I, 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 it's I, hard I, enough to go in week in, week out, and win games in the league. Yeah. Don't send my squad over to London, bro. Yeah. Forget about all that. I don't get it. I don't need it. We don't need that. And it's all Bears fans going anyway. It's not like anyone in London was like, oh, my God, I can't wait for the Bears to come so I can see Bears Raiders like – I don't get what they're trying to do with that, man. I, I, yeah, it is what it is. Go play a game in Canada. If you it go might some be fans. an excuse. Go play in Toronto. It's an excuse for sure because we got blown up. Yeah. But I know it didn't help. I know we would have looked a little better if we were stateside. Give maybe, me, uh, maybe. Give me your thoughts on the game. And I don't want to harp too much on the game. Because it's a buy. It was a couple days ago. I do want to harp on what we're going to do going forward. What do you think we need to change? But give me your thoughts on the game. I mean, so first, a few a few different thoughts on the game. First of all, I mean, the offensively, it, it, it was, you know, kind of one of those games where it was our worst nightmare, right? We're not running the ball. Passing game looks stale. They came out super flat. And, you know, a lot of people, first off, let me start by saying this. If you're criticizing the defense, you're a clown. Right, I think the defensive criticism is some of the trashest takes that I've heard out there. Right, we gave up twenty-four points. Correct, twenty-four points. That is six points per quarter. I will take that any day of the week. Six points per quarter. Right. You know how you win that game? You score seven. Point blank. You score seven points per quarter. That's twenty-eight, twenty-four. That's solid. So if a bad effort by our defense, who has been carrying us this entire year, while the offense has been trying to figure out whatever type of identity they're trying to get, is twenty-four points, I will take that. Right? We can't score four touchdowns against the Raiders. So all that defensive credit. Oh, the defense played terrible. They got ran all over. Did okay, they, not they had a, okay. They had a twenty-four points. At the end of the day, how many points did you give up? Did they not, though? At the end of the day, how many points did you give up? Three touchdowns and a field goal, correct? Yeah. That's not bad. That's six points a quarter. Six points a quarter is not bad. Well, 24 listen, points is not bad. Hold on. Before you get too off tilt, they played bad. The D played bad. Could have played a lot worse. Could have given up 30. Could have given up 34, 35, 38, 40. 24 points is a bad effort by defense. 24 points. Listen, bro. Just look at I the points. I know you look don't want to points. say nothing bad about the I don't. Team. I'm not they going to. They didn't play very well on Sunday. Great. They didn't Let's play. Just be, they didn't just have a Superman 100. effort like they do they every week. They didn't look like themselves. I'll take 24 points. I'll look at the points at the end of just, the game. And just, and just to give you an example of how off they were, Josh Jacobs, who looks like a player for them. Yeah, looks like a good pick for them. First round pick. 123 yards on 26 carries. 
The second running back to go for 100 on the Bears in the last 38 games. Yeah. So, they're so usually, they had a bad game. So yeah, so their standard is so high that a bad game for them is 24 points. That's what I'm trying to say. If your standard is that high that a bad game is 24 points, you know how many teams would kill to have their defense only give up 24? Listen. It's not a lot of points. Listen. They first didn't off, break. First off, the seven. They bent like a motherfucker, off, but they didn't break. First off. I did not know you were going to go this way. Oh, I'm so out here. I've been here all week because I've been listening let's to the talk radio talk this. all listen. week, and I look at six points per quarter. They gave up 17 points in the first half. Great. And seven in the second. We had to have a miracle. We had to have a miracle peanut Tillman punch not to give up that touchdown. Then we gave up a 97-yard drive. That was bad. That was bad. But one touchdown in the second half? One touchdown in two quarters of football. So, so that are you? So, what exactly are you saying? They had a good game. I don't say that they had a. I'm not saying they had a good game. They didn't have a great game. They didn't have their best game, but they didn't play like dog shit. I didn't say they played like dog shit. People they are talking. People, well. people are talking. Like, oh my god, the defense collapsed. The defense didn't show up. Twenty four points. Twenty four points. You've seen bad defensive games. That was not. That was not like. I, I just look at the points at the end of the day. I look at the second half at the end of the day. I look at the fact that the offense could not make a play. If you had scored seven points per quarter versus their six, we would have won the game by four. Wouldn't have covered, but would have won the game by four. So what's the problem? 25 first downs, 398 total yards. Great, 24 t- points. For, for Oakland. Bend, but don't break. They bent. They bent a lot. It's they did 20, not break. And by the way, is 24 supposed to be a little amount of points or something? Is that supposed to it's be It's not like, a huge is, amount is, of is points. Is 24 points supposed to be like a, a, for, a, a low for, number for, or what's, something, for by what's, the way? For what's talked about, like a bad defensive effort, you would think they would have given up 30. Motherfuckers is talking like we have 42 points. Yeah. I understand that. Listen, they didn't play that well, but the whole squad looked terrible. Terrible. The whole squad looked really, really Especially bad. Especially on offense. Let's talk about the O. Look at the time of possession. Let's talk about the O. 36 to 24. They outrushed the Bears 169 to 42 yards. They ran 20 more offensive plays, which means they were dominating the Rock, and that go- partly goes on the defense. And in the, that's a little bit of both because goes offense, on, a lot of that goes on the offense. The, the offense, offense isn't, isn't producing isn't anything. anything. So if you keep throwing your defense on the and field. They're, and they're not running the ball. You keep they, throwing your defense on the right. field. Yeah. You're putting them in position for that to happen. You got to help. It goes both ways. Look at what I read on Twitter today. Bears offensive ranks going into the bye. Uh, uh, Explosive run rate, 3%. That's 31st in the league. Yards per play, 4.5. 30th in the league. Explosive play rate, 5%. 30th in the league. Points per drive, 1.44. 29th in the league. Explosive pass rate, 6%. 28th in the league. Efficiency, 10.6%. Twenty sixth in the league. That's the bottom of the I league. I think in though. total yardage, they're third We're lowest. Ta- like we clown the Dolphins and the Jets those and the Redskins. Are, the Dolphins and the Redskins have more offensive the yards. Bengals, than us. those offenses, and that's what our offense is. Producing. Actually, those some of those teams are better. Other right. than the Dolphins and the Jets, nobody's worse offensively than the Chicago Bears. So where do we go? Because we've heard it all this week coming out of Sunday, right? And let me say this really quick before we get to the O. I'm really, really, really glad we didn't win that game. Because that would have that would have 
that would have alleviated some pressure that needs to be on Nagy in this squad. It would have masked some some uh, some criticism that we would have had going into the bye. It would have looked like we, all we would have talked about was yeah, but oh, they we're no, and we're, we made it to the bye four yeah. and one, yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. now we're now we can really get going. I'm really glad we didn't we didn't come back and win that game. And by the way, that game easily could have been. Thirty to three, but it wasn't. But but I'm I'm just saying like the type of game that we played yeah. overall. Yeah, for sure. For us even to if have you, a, if you take out the third quarter, if you take out the third quarter, yeah. we got shellacked. I mean that's and, and that's keeping it nice and a lot and I, and if I'm putting if I'm placing the blame, I'm almost like eighty percent offense. It's really hard for me to come out and criticize the D. I, I just can't you. do it. No, I hear you. Can't hear do you. it. Because we, out of twenty quarters played this year, I don't know if been any overtime games, no, right? Okay. Out of twenty quarters played this this gear, they had three bad ones, four bad ones. Come on now. No, because I hear you. And name a good offensive quarter we've well, had. And we talked about there's going to be a game where the D's not going to play that well, and someone's going to have to do something well, for us well, to win a game. People right? are talking like they played terrible. So the reason we even had a chance is we they had a couple uh, Richie Incognito personal fouls. Yeah, he's good for those. They had a pitch. That was a complete miscommunication. Yeah, that was, I don't know got, what that was. I've never seen that. That was before. yeah. I've never seen anything that bad before in my that life. That miscommunication was, it was really crazy. Bad. It was supposed to be a handoff. He almost pitched he it pitched off his it, face he mask. He pitched it, and then twenty yards back. One of the worst attempts at uh, recovering a fumble I've ever seen. Yeah, he just I don't know what that was. was like, yeah, it was he, like yeah, I, I don't think know he was shocked. <laughs> I think he was shocked at what yeah, was going like, on. He didn't know what was happening. You had no right? idea. So there's that. So all that had to happen. We had two crazy uh, returns from Cordell Patterson and Tariq Cohen. Uh, what else happened? For us even to be in the Allen game. Allen Robinson playing Alan out Robinson of his mind. Allen Robinson played out of his mind. We had a, uh, we had a rough in the passer that yeah. negated a, a Daniel interception. Yep. I mean, we had a punch at the goal yeah. line. Yeah, he threw three picks. Yes, all this just to even be in the game. Yeah. So I'm really glad we didn't win that game. Just for those reasons where Nagy is probably – at, at the facility right now, like figuring out what's going I, I, I on. I would right? hope so. I really want, I want to talk about this for a quick second. I want to get your take on it too. Richie Incognito gets a personal foul for pushing his whole body weight and head. I don't even know who the, who our guy who who was on our team, yeah. but his head into the ground and pushing up on him for absolutely no reason after the play was over. Why why is this not a big ass fine? We want to find all the people that are trying to make honest plays and accidentally maybe go a little high or they the quarterback might have been a little late out of bounds, but they're just trying to make an honest play. Except for Vontaze. Yeah, right. <laughs> this should be like these type of plays from Incognito should those those should be the plays that are getting fined two, three X more than some of these plays that people are losing thirty, forty thousand dollars for. And also he has a history of being an asshole. So I mean, like, yeah, for sure. I I, I don't I can't knock that. I mean that's that's you know that's I'm fine. Saying? Yeah, I'm fine with it. I mean I don't incogn understand. incognito should be on a tighter leash than a lot of players, right? So but like if you're trying to clean up the image of the league, yeah, yeah. this is the type of stuff you need to you need be to get rid of, yeah. On the unnecessary I understand shit. like you you finding because you're really trying to negate people for headshots yeah. and all that stuff. But this is just as dirty and makes the shield look just as bad. I feel like that should be reprimanded, especially when it's a deliberate dirty play. Yeah. Simple as that. So I wanted to I wanted to get in there on that. But for you, 
what's next going forward? Because we've talked about this multiple times. I'm going to bring up the schedule now. The schedule is brutal. And Eli said it in a group chat. He was like, we had to get this one because this, hey, you want to go on four and the, one. The rest of this schedule is not looking nice. Mm-hmm. I'm talking like not looking nice where we could win four games. Yeah. The rest of the year type thing. Five games. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Where do we go from here? What do you think needs to change? Just let's just let it all out. So first off, I think you need to shuffle up the offensive line. Right? Kyle Long is not getting it done. And this isn't me from my I hate Kyle Long's stance. This is actually watching that game the other day. It was terrible. Offensive line looked absolutely terrible. You cannot do anything if you cannot block anybody up front. Hands down. This is the Raiders we're talking about, right? So when you start going up against some of the better pass rushes in the league, you're going to have a major problem. And it's not like the line was just bad for the first time in game five. That line was not good against the, the Packers. Remember, they ran all, they got in all over us. The line hasn't been good all year. It's a major problem. They cannot pass block. They cannot run block. It starts in the trenches, right? Why is the defense Leno, so too, too? Why is the defense so dominant? The only good player on the offensive line right now is Cody Whitehair. Yeah. Why is the defense so dominant? Because that front seven, right? So why is the offense so bad? Because they cannot block anybody. You again, you can't rely on them to run block. You can't rely on them to pass block. It's time to throw some other guys out there because the guys that you got in there right now are not getting it done. You can't tell me that Kyle Long's backup is worse than Kyle Long right now. Kyle Long cannot move. Cannot move. Let's stop the fucking love affair, Chicago. I get it. He gives great interviews. We love his last name. We love his dad. We love his brother. He donated his salary, yada, 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 whatever. Who gives a fuck? He cannot play. And I've been saying this for two years. Yeah, you have. Call me what you want to call me. I've been saying it for years. He is overrated. He was very good as a rookie. Then he started getting hurt, and everybody was pulling for him because he's a good dude and all that. But he's not good. So take him out. Leno, I understand you just paid him, but guess what? Those tackles aren't getting it done. No, Leno looks really bad. Looks really bad. I mean, penalties. Massey looks okay, but Leno is bad. Yeah. James Daniels is young. I think you got to kind of keep him in there because you want to see what he becomes. He's only like 21 or 22 years old. But outside of white hair, none of those boys can play. You got to do something there because any quarterback you put in, backup, Mitch, third string, you throw in Tyler Bray, I don't give a shit. Those guys are not going to be able to succeed if you can't fix the line. And that also comes down to our running game. What is it? What do you say? 2.8 yards per carry is what we're averaging as a team right now? That's terrible. That's terrible. So you need to fix that situation right there. It starts up front. You get some blocking and it opens everything else up. That's first. Second all, Matt Nagy needs to figure out some sort of rhythm, some sort of consistency, something. But again, it goes back to that line. The line's it been bad all like year. All- <laughs> don't you remember the year that Jay Cutler got sacked like 40 times? It looks if you like don't all block- the players that were players that we had aren't players. They're anymore. not players. I don't understand. They're not players. And, the- and another thing that's crazy about the Bears. This line is, the- yeah. And mental mistakes, dumb penalties, taunting penalties, too many men on the field. That comes down to coaching. It's time for Matt Nagy to get in somebody's ass. Good, disciplined teams don't make that mistake. Who got the taunting penalty? Some motherfucker I never even heard of. Some hyphenated name, dude. I don't even know who he is. The guy got the taunting penalty the other day. I don't even know who he is. 
I know, I know, I know. Miller got one too. Was it Anthony? Oh, Anthony Miller got one. I'm sorry, someone else got oh, a dumbass penalty. I you were about, so yeah, yeah, Anthony Miller got yeah, a taunting, but a taunting penalty on the kickoff. We've had that too many men on the field. We've had not enough men on the field penalties. We talked about that week one and week two. Back to back fourth quarters, you had penalties like that. Discipline teams don't do that. So I get we all want to be enamored with Nagy and all this offense, but I think sometimes you bring in these gurus, and it's not like they can just go touch any offense and make it happen. You got to build that offense from the beginning, from the base, from the foundation, and that comes with the offensive line. They started believing their own juice, believing that they were going to put up all these points. We as fans were all on their shit like, oh, yeah, it's going to happen. It was just like year two of Trestman. Don't you remember year one of Trestman? Whole bunch of promise. Everybody's like, oh, shit, year two is on and popping. It's on and popping. And then what happened? They fell fucking flat because you didn't address the real issues, man. If you got hurt offensive linemen as your top guys, it's not going to work. If those boys can't move, it's not going to work. Every they were, they, they were literally walking back to the quarterback on Sunday. Like, oh, hey, come on. Yeah, we, were, we got dominated. Dominated. Pure point. In the, that's in, it. in the trenches. You win that battle, you win half the game. It's, 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 not like, it's not about skill position players. It's not about the fastest receiver or the best running back. Like, you know. You play quarterback. If a motherfucker's in your ass every two seconds, it doesn't matter how strong your arm is. Or if oh, if you got Odell on the on the on the in the slot, you could have Saquon. Well, maybe Saquon might be able to get away. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, right? It right. doesn't matter who you have. Right. If, they, if the receiver can't run his route, which is going to take three to four seconds, right? You can't do anything. So that's a major issue. If anything. Just for cosmetics, you need to shake up the line this week. Just to see if maybe somebody else can play a little bit better. Because you that you cannot tell me that there are any worse than what we had right there. I don't want to hear about the defense. I really don't want to hear about the defense. The defense is fine. We know what they can do. But guess what? You need to do something on offense. You need to win the time of possession battle on offense. Don't keep throwing your defense on the field and expect them to make a play every single fucking time. We got accustomed to scoring all these touchdowns and all these turnovers and all that crazy shit. But guess what? It's not going to happen like that every week. Khalil Mack's not going to be Superman every week, right? People are going to get hurt. You got to make up for Akeem Hicks not being there. You got you to gotta figure it out. And that starts with winning that battle up front. You cannot do anything if your line is just giving up sacks and not getting a push for the run game. If you would have told me we would be one of the worst offenses in the league come the bye in week. Let's go ahead and call it the worst. You cannot count the Jets in the fucking uh, Dolphins. The Dolphins are trying to lose, and the Jets are literally on their third quarterback. Yeah, that's true. They're just calling, hey, you, you come on. Yeah, no, facts. Greg McElroy might start another game for them at some point. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's where they're at right now. Greg McElroy. <laughs> yeah, shout out Greg McElroy, Greg McElroy boy. is a good, he's he a good himself, college. He got himself uh, a ring. He's a good college. Great college uh, career. Great co- no, no, great college commentator, too. Oh, is that what he's doing now? Yeah, McElroy is. Uh, oh, shout out McElroy. Uh, yeah, he's on ESPN, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, shout so. out McElroy, shout yeah, out John no Parker Wilson, all those Bama <laughs> quarterbacks who never made it to the <laughs> league. <laughs> Josh Heupel, it doesn't That's matter who everyone's talking about. But um, again, man, like that was the most glaring thing to me was how bad the line played. Yeah, it was – if you're – because that just compounds everything. Everything. Now people are talking about Montgomery, and it all starts with the folks it up front. It starts with right? the folks up front, man. It's the most important thing in football. I think you're dead on on the shakeup in the offensive line. Yep, even um, for cosmetic. 
we simply don't have a quarterback on the roster. No. Simple as that. Now, as bad as it's I know this is very cliche, but football is really, really, really the ultimate team game where you can disguise a lot of shit with a lot of other shit. So, like, on offense, if our offensive line was playing super steadfast and rock steady, our quarterback play wouldn't look that bad. Wouldn't. But if you combine a shaky offensive line with a shit quarterback. It's bad. It's It, it all of a sudden looks like how are these dudes even in the league, yeah, right? Yeah. So it's like Russell Wilson's offensive line is not that great. They don't. They don't know. They look all right. They look all right. <laughs> you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Like they look all right. Yeah. They're giving Russell a little. They, they give, give Russell him enough time. time. Like he, they look all right. Tom Brady doesn't see the grass. Yeah. Like so, it's it's doesn't it's see the, the grass. Ultimate team game where that shit goes back and back and forth. And the Saints are the next game. Thank God we play them at home. If we had to travel down to coming off of this game and a bye and had to go down to New Orleans and deal with that pass rush, that I'm really do, glad we're at the Do you want to hear a crazy stat that I heard the other yesterday? Yeah. Do you know that Teddy Bridgewater for his career it's either 17 and 6 or 16 and 7 lifetime against the spread when he starts? Well, I I can uh, I can believe that because the number always comes down. Well, I guess he was a starter for a little bit. He was in, a starter in Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah That's I could, crazy. I can believe that. I think it was 17 and 6 against the spread as a career as a starter. And I bet you some <clears throat> overrated quarterback. Like, if you look at people, the line, I'll never forget my dad told me this. He said, the line <clears throat> is not about who's favored and what you think the other team's going to win by. Yeah. The line <clears throat> is. How is the number that they can get money for on each side? Yeah, that's right? that. They're trying to balance it out. Yeah. So like that's why Duke basketball spreads are always fucked. That's why Alabama Notre, football. That's why Notre Dame spreads are always messed up. Yeah, because the public perception and the public loves these teams, so they have to adjust. Yeah, they adjust the line. Yep. So yeah, dude. Not not a lot of people are high on Teddy Bridgewater. Every time you you hear Teddy Bridgewater's name, it's great guy. Teddy Bridgewater starting. Dude, he's a good dude, man. I, I'd yeah, like, I like him Teddy, on my yeah. team. Yeah. Like, that's not what I you want to hear. Right? I think he's playing just fine. He's right. doing his job. So, yeah. No, that doesn't I, surprise I me at Teddy, all. That, I'd take Teddy Bridgewater right now. Week. Yeah. Today. So, I'm glad we're at the crib, and that's the next game. I want to talk about this, too. Do the I, do I'm, the. I'm not glad. Well, I mean, it's better than playing at, at, in if, New if Orleans. You want to watch Nagy get out coached. It's better than playing in New Orleans in the it Dome. Ain't, it ain't wintertime yet. It's better. You want to catch those boys around November. Yeah, that's true. I, no doubt <laughs> You want to catch that. them out the Dome in the wintertime. <laughs> Yo, do, do you remember, real quick, do you yeah. remember a couple years ago, it was like three or four years ago, and the Dallas Cowboys came to the Bears for like week 15, and they literally quit. Like even the Bears players were talking about it afterwards. Like I had never seen it before. It was crazy. The Cowboys already, literally quit. They already clinched the playoff spot or something. No, they no, they just said fuck this. Oh, like they were just. It like, was too cold. Nah, it was it was like straight Chicago December Forget shit. About this. Yeah, no, coach, oh, no, good. They literally <laughs> it was like the second half was no like that motherfuckers was jogging like just get yeah, me out of yeah, here. Right, just where's the... So that's when you want the Saints to come. That was just made me think about that. But go ahead. Yeah. Do the Bears play down to their competition? Because we can go back, and I know Chase Daniel played. 
But we can go back to the Giants last year, a team we should have demolished. The Dolphins. The Dolphins, another team. You know, I forgot about that Dolphins game. Is that Brock Osweiler actually beat us in that game? Oh yeah, I was at that game. Brock, yeah, yeah Brock you were started. there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Brocktober. Brock Osweiler started that game. Yeah. Shout out Brock, man. He's still getting paid. Probably. Is he still in the league? I don't know, but I know he's, he's getting paid. He's at the, yeah, or they just know. cut him. They just gave him a lump sum. That's fine. <laughs> Os- Osweiler family is good. Yo, what? I, what did uh, the one thing? Where do we? I hated fucking Lombardi all the time, but he used to call Brock Osweiler the heist. That <laughs> was the great. Heist. He called him the heist. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually great. yeah, it was great. Yeah. It's funny, man, because <laughs> I I went to ASU when he was there. <laughs> yeah, I saw him a lot. Yeah, I do not know what anybody saw. It was six Brock seven? Osweiler. I just don't. I just don't get it. Yeah. Like, I don't know what you see in some of these dudes. I don't know what these people are watching. Because he put up numbers. I don't know. But, like. In two games when Denver's D was ridiculous that year. I think year. a lot of these people are just over-analytically and just, like, they're not believing their eyes. Yeah. Like, go watch the dude play. He's this, not very good. That's how you end up trading up for Mitch Trubisky and passing on Deshaun Watson. Remember how we always talked about, like, we were talking about, this is college hoops. I know, man, you talked about this. but. If you expect a dude that's not dominating college people to come into the association and dominate, like where I don't where is how? Yeah. Like if if this dude's not lighting up college ball, what makes you think that he's going to come up to the pros and do anything? Like okay, Haskins lit up college ball. Lit him up. Tua is lighting college ball. I mean, literally just ripping it to shreds. Yeah. Like, these are the dudes. Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson lighting people up in college. Deshaun Watson. I, I Like, these mediocre dudes in college that are coming. Like, even Carson Wentz. Yeah. He was in one one double A, for no, but he was lighting, lighting them up. Lighting people up, He yeah. was winning championships every well, year. That's they why I thought the Josh Allen games. shit was crazy. I looked at his stats. He was like, still 50% in D3? Yeah, like, come on, like, bro. come on, bro. And he's so, actually... Whatever no, he is, he's whack. He's whack, but he's like they're whack. winning ball games. People are talking about Josh. I don't know where that came from, by the way. Because I've watched ball. him two full games now. <laughs> Going into the year, they were like, "Yeah, yeah." I think he, at the he end can't, of the year, he can't throw. He closed pretty strong. Yeah, he was the highest rated passer in the NFL yeah. from weeks. But 13, it was like eight, this dude can't throw, bro. Yeah, he's just a big so, runner. Like, I don't want to hear about Buffalo. That. Just got a nice D. But that's the thing. It's like looking at some of these dudes. They're like decent in college, and then they're going. They've been. They're going pro, and they're yeah. supposed to make this huge leap and be a monster. Like, I'm trying to think of the last – can you think of off the top of your head a player that was, like, sus in college that all of a sudden was just a beast? Tom Brady. But, like, even when he played, he was yeah, very good. He was just behind a bunch yeah. of good players at Michigan, yeah. Um, nah, man, I mean – Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. I think maybe – If anything, there's guys that are lighting it up and then getting to the league and still being bad. And still being bad, yeah. I, th- I, don't, I don't remember a guy that was super mediocre in college and then all of a sudden he showed up in the league and was a beast. Right. So I, I just don't get all – I don't – And, I and mean, people be like, oh, like Gardner Minshew. No, if you look at the stats, Gardner Minshew was like fifth in Heisman voting last year. I guess you can reach all you want, but, but like you know, M- what I'm Minshew's saying? not a reach. I'm saying like he was an ultra productive player at Washington yeah. State. So like you said, like I've never heard of these guys, but people that watch college know these dudes. They know that they're pretty good in college. So yeah, that's why. Again, like in hindsight, it might be 2020, but I was just talking about this the other night with somebody. Like when the Bears were evaluating Trubisky and Watson, right? Think about this. They knew they'd end up with one or the other. 
Yeah. You had to evaluate. Hundred percent. You're right. One of the no other. worst case scenario, you're getting one of the yeah, two you're guys. Getting one of the two. When you evaluated Trubisky and Watson, you evaluated Trubisky so highly that the thought of drafting Deshaun Watson was unfathomable to you. That you had to trade up one spot and give up draft capital to do it. Right? That that's what you were essentially saying by saying, no, we have to get to number two. We cannot allow San Francisco to take him. We just cannot allow it to happen. We can't picture life with Deshaun Watson. So my question is, what were you watching? Because that's what yeah. you said. We cannot picture life with Deshaun Watson. It's not a possibility. <clears throat> we have to trade up. I don't care if we have to give up a fourth, a fifth, whatever it takes, we have to move up because we just can't imagine life without Deshaun Watson or life with Deshaun Watson. We need Mitchell Trubisky. That's an interesting way to put it. It's the only way to put it because someone brought it up, and I was like, no, this is what that meant. That's what they were saying. They literally were like, "We cannot." It's not there was another. Qu- it's not like the next best quarterback wasn't like was a second round prospect or something. You had three quarterbacks that were top fifteen. You know, potentially would have been Mahomes, um, Watson, and Trubisky. I'll never blame them for missing on Mahomes. Nobody saw that coming. He's coming out the Big Twelve, where everybody's putting up crazy numbers. Like I get it, but I watch Deshaun Watson every week. You watched Deshaun Watson in national championship games. I don't know what else I needed to see other than that man was the best quarterback in the nation that year, hands down. He was a winner. He was a leader. He was experienced. He had the physicals. Remember when they asked Dabo Swinney, they were like, hey, would you take Deshaun Watson fifth or third or something like that? He goes, no, I would trade up and take him first. And he's supposed to say that because that's his guy. But at the same time, it's like, yo, there was no doubt about it to me that this dude was going to be five touchdowns the other day. Stop playing. And Houston's not even that good. Bill Bryan's a terrible coach. He, he just makes plays. He just makes plays. It's not there. I'm going to make a fucking play. <laughs> he just makes plays. Bill, Bill, I don't – shut up. He I'm, I'm going to call the play out here. He make, yeah, he I'm going to call the play. That boy makes, um, he makes plays. plays. He's a play make, – dude, the, even though they lost that game, that week one game against uh, – was it Philly? The Saints. The Saints. When he made those two throws, we talked about the next day. Those are two of the biggest big boy throws I have ever seen. For real. He drove the field in two throws. The touchdown was a strike. In traffic. In traffic. Major traffic. Two of the biggest big boy throws I have ever seen, especially in a loss. Big boy, nuts on the table throws. What were you evaluating? And we can go on with pace right now because let's fucking go there. And when you evaluate a quarterback, the two quarterbacks that he's tried to fucking sell us on are Mike Glennon and Mitch Trubisky. Those are the two quarterbacks he's coming So we up talk with. about it's about the quarterback, right? It's been Mike Glennon and Mitch Trubisky are the two quarterbacks he told us we had to have. We had to pay Mike Glennon $18 million. We had to trade up for Mitch Trubisky. This is what you need, Chicago. These are your winners. These are the guys who are going to take you where you need to be. Get the fuck out of here. Trash. Trash. So he needs to be held accountable for that. Oh, he will be. He needs to be held accountable for that. Now, this is the big, since we're talking about pace, let, let's, let, we'll go there then. Trey Burden? It's looking like an L. Shaheen in the second round? Terrible pick. I've been on that. Hey, I've been on that. Was, but, I, but what did they try to tell us? Oh, this is Baby Gronk. They said he's Baby Gronk. Remember we watched the highlights? I said, Baby Gronk. He's playing against where? OCC. That's the thing, though, and he's not dominating. He's not even playing. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I don't get Ber- it. Ben Bernicke is playing. Whatever the fuck his that's name what is, is playing that's more. That's what I'm saying. Binnaker. Binnigans. I don't know what the fuck his name is. It, bro. I don't get that. So terrible pick. Burden. Terrible signing. This is the biggest thing. 
I'd, I'll say, I'll be clear about it. I don't think Trubisky is the answer. I think I've seen enough, seen enough. now to know that I, I just don't think he's the one. It's going to come down to, is Pace going to sink with Trubisky? Or is he going to try to make a play and go get somebody else? I think that's the that, that's the spot we're in now. Who? And I'm talking about at the end of the season. Who? Who's available? You're going to have to pay Teddy Bridgewater I mean, $20 million whoever, a year. Whoever. Whoever. There's a lot of guys. Who? Where? Where are these lot a lot of guys? of guys? Yeah, there's a lot there's, of guys. Foles will be out there. Bridgewater. Bridgewater will be out there. Oh, Foles wow. could be a good pick. He's, he gets hurt. Bad. Let's, yeah, I mean, it's tough. But, I mean... I don't think Nick Foles. Nick Foles is like Robert Ori. Like you get him to the playoffs, and it's like a whole different <laughs> ball game. But like you got to get him there. We don't know, man. He's he's a okay. He's a better option. They still owe him money, anyways, though. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Foles on like a three year deal. I mean, so they got to decide. They got to yeah. I mean, between listen, Minshew and Foles, there's going to be options to 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 decide if you're going to sink with Trubisky or try to go get someone else. And my gut feeling. Is that no matter if he's very, very, very even below average all year, I think he brings him back next year anyway. Like, I mean, I, I just think that he goes down blazing with Trubisky. Well, I think you bring him back regardless because this is year three right now, right? Yeah. So he's a four year deal with a fifth year option. So you bring him back regardless because it's, it's, there's no reason to cut him. No, well, okay, bring him back, but yeah, what about going? Yeah, that. We 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 couldn't burn this season up, this and, def- and, and this, it's this, looking this, like this, it's gonna. This is gonna be an underwhelming season. This defensive squad that we got. Yes, next year we definitely can't go into the season with Trubisky if he if he keeps this up. It just can't happen, bro. Simple as that. It can't happen. But do they play down to their competition? That was the the, <laughs> the was initial question. question. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, they lose a lot of bad games. Uh, I don't know if it's playing. Do- Yo, we're supposed to blow Oakland the fuck up. Well, I think, look, one thing I have noticed, and again, this, he might be my favorite Chicago Bear of all time, but when the lights are on, Khalil Mack is like, takes it to another level on these primetime games. I mean, you his think, prime you time think he'd, be, he'd be a little more low key? He might have that Rondo in him. <laughs> <laughs> I talked about how he's really good at taking plays, like picking spots. Where yeah, well, he's he got to, though. He can't, he can't go 100% each time because it's going to limit his effectiveness. That that primetime versus non-primetime numbers are, are staggering. They're, they're st- like he's, yeah, he'll have like three strip sacks in a primetime game. <laughs> like on Monday night, he's over here getting interceptions. Yeah, he's doing backflip sacks and shit. Yeah, yeah. Monday night, yeah. he'd be having to touch yeah, that play, in three so strip We play sacks. Monday, okay, baby. We play Monday, almost, <laughs> yeah, almost definitely. Um, so I don't know, but Monday you know. Night, he got two touchdowns a pick. Everything. Bro. Are we playing down to our competition, or is that just who we are? Do we just pick really bad times well, to have I, bad games? Well, I asked the Miami before. game. I think you got it. You were there. It was one hundred like eighty five degrees. This is why I say that. And I hate to bring up the Patriots and Bill Belichick. It's a standard, though. But they don't celebrate like we celebrate regular saw, season games, so right? You, you put. But no, listen to me. Listen, hear me out. And I, and I get club dub, and I'm all about having fun. But we come off of Minnesota. We destroyed Minnesota. Yeah. I mean, dismantled Minnesota. Of course. We sipped the Kool-Aid all week. We're partying. Yeah, we're going to go out to London, do this, do that. And we show up in the first half. And I mean, Nick, bro, 
from the first play to the last play of the first half, we lost every down. Right. Across the board, right? Right. right. So it's like, do we get a little too happy yet? Because literally, bro, these niggas in New England? Bellas Belichick say bro, every week. What do you say every week? They go up to the podium with a straight on, face. On to Cincinnati. And talk about the Dolphins like they're playing the fucking, <laughs> the Chiefs. Yeah, yeah. And they're dead yeah, serious. Yeah, yeah, dead ass serious. They're on dead to ass serious. Gotta respect them. On to Miami. Like, yep. And then they beat them up and they pack up their shit and they leave. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I don't want to compare. I know there's different coaching styles and all that. But, man. Because, you know, and, the, and I guess the one, and I, and I, the reason I kind of argue is that look at, like, Pete Carroll. There's no bigger celebrator of wins and what's going on and rah-rah type guy than, like, Carroll, and they've consistently been a good football team. So I don't know. Maybe that's something that Nagy needs to get under control. And, again, this is, like, the week. People put live a foot. streaming. Tariq yeah, 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 well, yeah. You got fucking Kyle Long naked and shit. Lit and like, you know what would happen like, if someone live streamed like, the Patriots locker room? Right. If, if Tom Brady live streamed the Patriots locker room, he might get cut. But this is what I'm but saying. But yeah, so yeah, I mean, maybe that's part of it too. I think that Nagy's a loose coach. But I don't think that we're, but we talk about Seattle, like they've done things. He knows that Russell Wilson can win you a Super Bowl, right? He knows that Russell Wilson can get to a Super Bowl. We're not there yet. So part of it is them sipping their own juice. So we'll talk about coming into this season, it was all this talk like we were going to come out the gates 13-3. and three. And I didn't want to come on here like I did last year and be the hater and be like, no, everybody needs to calm the fuck down because there's still a lot of work to be done. But that's the truth. So it's not just the Bears, it's the fans. Everybody had 12. Oh, my God, how is the number only nine and a half? We're going to win 12 games. No, where the fuck we're not. Vegas always knows. Always knows. If that number was nine and a half, you should have known. Something, was it eight and a half or nine and a half? Nine. Nine. Something was up. Right on par. We are going to win nine ball games. <laughs> that is a push. So wait, but this is, let, let me get back to this too. Because I'm just, the more and more So I, I don't think we're it. celebrating too much. I don't think we're celebrating too much, but I think that we're sipping our own juice. I am fine with the celebrating after the, after the victory. But if that shit carries on throughout the entire week, and again, People are like, oh, it's not a big deal. Like, no, you should have gotten to London before fucking Thursday. I'm sorry. There's a time difference. There's a hotel difference. You're adjusting to shit. Getting down there on Thursday to me, knowing that the Raiders got there on what, Monday? Yeah. John Gruden knew, hell no, I'm not taking these boys out there on Thursday. They got their wives with them. They got their kids with them. They're going to want a day to do shit. You know what I mean? Like, no, nah, hell no. Nah. Get down on Monday. Take your wife and kids out on really Tuesday. And we're, about that. I care about I that. Don't care about I that. do care about that. I 100% care about that. Shit, I'm big on preparation. Shit like that matters. Get them in there. Get them in the groove so that come Friday, Saturday, there's no surprises. Just no surprises. Everybody gets in smoothly. You're not worried about situating your wife and kid in their hotel. Why do you think you get down to the Super Bowl fucking 10 days early? Because you want to make everything smooth so there's enough time to focus on just the game. So I don't like getting down there on Thursday. We look like we got down there on Thursday. Shit, we look like we got down there on Sunday. It looks like we, we, like we got there on Monday. <laughs> For real. And I, I don't know, man. It's just because I, I, I'm battling with this because I'm all for the young coach b- relating to the players and all that. But it seems like we're, we, we celebrate and then we lose a game now and we're like really down in the dumps. Yeah. You know what I mean? And there's no, there's no center, center base to it. Nagy comes post game and wins. He's super like, yeah, we got it. Everything's under control. We lose. It's like we didn't show up. I'm not. I'm not really sure what happened. It's essentially yeah. what he's saying. You need to get in somebody's ass. So like, I, I'm, I battle with it because it, it's like a fine line of being loose 
and being a, you know what I mean? Yeah, but you're so loose that you get dumbass penalties. You're undisciplined. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. You're it's, undisciplined. It's, it's a little bit of it's a little bit of in between. You should not get too fucking too many men or not enough men on the field penalties in the fourth quarter of games. Just cannot happen. Can't happen. Taunting penalties can't happen. You understand what I'm saying? Like this shit is is it's ridiculous. Get a hold of your football team. Get a hold of your football team. I think the players coach thing goes a long way when you have certain things in place. But you don't have a quarterback, right? You need somebody to get in somebody's ass. And, again, we hate talking Patriots because it's like, well, because, you know, they have Tom Brady and Bill Belichick and not everybody has that. But when I was – remember that all the shit came out about, like, how they weren't getting along last year? And it's that Bill Belichick still gets in Tom's ass if he makes a mistake? Yeah. Like, we'll call him out during a film session? That keeps motherfuckers hungry and humble at all times. Like, the coach Bro, might get in your ass. Belichick was going to give up Brady. Yeah, yeah, it was all time right? to go, like, yeah. Let's keep it yeah, 100. yeah. He was ready to give up Brady for Garoppolo. That, simple as that, bro. And if it wasn't for Kraft, he would have got it, a boatload for Brady. Yeah. And who knows what, what would have happened and where Brady would have gone and all that. But just to give you a, a, a peek into how business this shit is, Belichick would have let Brady walk. Absolutely no doubt. He was ready to do it. And I think he still thinks about that shit. Yeah. Could have saw it, Jimmy. But, he, yeah. And I think it also eats at him because it's like, that's like the one thing that he doesn't have full control over. Right. He could literally be like, I'm doing this. He could do anything he wants with the franchise except crap is like, hey, look. Tom Brady's touch untouchable. Tom Brady, but they even brought up the other day, at one point, <laughs> Bill Belichick had Tom Brady, Jimmy Caroppolo, and Jacoby Brissett on the roster. Yeah. And that reminds me of uh, Josh Jacob. I was talking about this. If you want to talk about what's going on at Alabama <sighs> – these boys have fourth string running. Yeah, he backs wasn't even a, yeah, he was like fourth string. I don't even remember him in college. That are NFL starters. I don't remember him in college at all. They're they have NFL starters buried, buried on, the on the bench. bench. That, that's how deep they are at yeah. Alabama. If you really want to, yeah. if you want to go talk about, so, hey, look, you don't even have to play. Yeah. I'm gonna get you fourth put you string out of here. St- running backs that are buried on the bench. But he was a first rounder, right? Yeah, I think he was. And he wasn't even he was a fourth NFL string running starters. back. Yeah. yeah, like it's craziness. Yeah. Um, Let's move over to the best and worst things we saw in the NFL this week, and then we'll get into Browns, Niners. Give me the best thing you saw this week in the NFL. Best thing I saw is Tom Brady keeping it rolling. I understand they played against Washington. I understand whatever. You know what I mean? But it's just keeping it rolling. Ten touchdowns on the year, two picks, 1,400 yards. Just keeps chugging along. Call System quarterback people, shout out Pat. You know what I mean? Making these jokes. It just keeps chugging along every single week. I'm fully there. I fucks with the Patriots. <laughs> I told you once the Bears were out of it, what I was gonna do. And yeah, hey, I, I think ring the ring number seven is gonna happen. And we'll just go from there. Now their schedule is cupcake as fuck. It's so soft. I'll give them that. Their schedule is super it's soft. So, it's soft but, every year. But hey, man. you know what? You beat the people that are. You talk about playing down the competition that never happens. When was the last time uh, the Jets beat, beat the Patriots? They beat boys up. Beat them up. They beat them up. Beat them up. So yeah, no. Week in and week out. So that that was still the best thing I see. I just love watching him continue to do his thing. I got What's the best he saw? I got one. I got I'm going to just go I'm going to give you two. Russell Wilson. This oh, guy yeah. is out of pocket. Didn't cover. He, <laughs> that was I mean that was a tough game though. Minus Thursday one, night. Minus one and a half. Week. <laughs> Shit killed me. Yeah. Um Go Hawks. 
He just gets shit done. He's a winner. He's a winner. Winner. Pure point blank. He winner. can play ball. Winner. He was a winner at NC State. He was a, a winner, winner at, at Wisconsin. Wisconsin. He plays ball. Another guy who, like, I watched that year at Wisconsin. I get that he's short. But I'm looking at this dude, I'm like, this dude, this can, dude, is, play. This dude can play ball. <laughs> That's it. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. What do you, what do you need to look at? Y'all are doing too yeah, much. Yeah, you're doing bro. way y'all too much. Go look at the He tape. was playing in the Big Ten, and he was putting up numbers. Go look at the tape. He, bro. Was, he almost won the fucking Heisman at don't Wisconsin. Over, don't overthink <clears throat> it. Don't overthink it, man. Well, I retweeted something about him. Oh, I'm trying to find it really quick. Um, Russell Wilson's last 19 games. Oh, yeah, yeah. 42 touchdowns. Four interceptions. It's stupid. Stop. Stop playing. Stop playing. Not at all. It's it, 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 any stop. Any flex on future every time he can. <laughs> Shout out to yeah. Yeah. So that's that's one. Hey, the, other, the other hey, thing is they gave the deal. Seattle. <laughs> I was talking about yeah. that the other day and with the Utah. With the, hey, yo, Bay. Seattle got the deal done. <laughs> <laughs> He is in bed. Hey, yo, yo, if you don't know what I'm talking about, <laughs> go look up Russell Wilson like in bed with Sierra. He's like, hey, he goes, hey, hey Seattle. Hey, yo, Seattle. We got the deal done. We got the deal. Hey, yo, Bay. How, <laughs> hey, yo, Bay, how you feel? It's so Four good. Four more years. He had the it's, chain yeah, on. <laughs> it's so good. He's like in the sheets yeah, of yeah, his bed. It's, yeah. It's too good. Yeah. Um, the second thing was. <clears throat> Kyle Shanahan last night, I knew they were going to run those boys over when I saw he had a flat brim cap flat, on. Flat brim. Hey. I've never seen that before ever. Super flat, like out the box flat. Bro, he had a flat brim on. Yeah, out the box. The he, head he, coach. Because I give a little, you know, a little bit. Bro, of, yeah, yeah, the head flat, coach yeah. of a national football team on Monday Night Football had a flat brim on. He's the, he's, this dude's too comfortable. He, like, he's got the shit figured out. He's relaxed. Boy had a flat brim on. They yeah. rolled those boys over. That was the second best thing I saw. I'll give you my worst thing. Though. Yeah, let's get it. Freddie Kitchens. He's lost. Stop it. He's lost. He doesn't D- know what's happening. He doesn't look like an NFL head coach. It's just too much going on. Too much. He was a running backs coach a year ago. Like that. That's the worst thing I saw. The Cleveland Browns in general, that was the worst thing I saw. But I am not surprised. Everybody definitely needed to pump the brakes on that this summer. Motherfuckers talking about they was going to go 15-1. Yeah. This is not the NBA. You can't just start throwing people in there and thinking it's going to work. That's not how football works. And that doesn't even work right away for the NBA. No, it's really not. But the NBA, individual talent can eventually make shit happen. And the NFL, it does not matter, man. It doesn't matter. You got Patrick Mahomes out here throwing to whoever. Who are some of these cats he's throwing to? It doesn't, you know what I mean? It's not about the big names and bright lights and getting the best receivers and all that stuff. Like, it doesn't always work that way. It's about scheme. It's about preparation. It's about game planning. You know what I mean? It's about having a head coach that can react in the moment. The Browns are either running the ball or trying to throw it down the field 50 yards. This dude has no control over his team. That was terrible. 31 to 3? Worst thing I saw was Dallas Cowboys. Forget about the score. Thirty-four. They lost by 10 points at the end of the day. It looked like a loss by 40. At home, you cannot do that. You can't sh- you you're calling yourself an elite team. Yeah. And you're at home on the primetime afternoon slot on Fox, America's game of the week. Yep. That's like it's like Monday night football. It's like Sunday night, Monday night, 
And then the after afternoon the, the slot afternoon on game Fox. that matters. Yeah. yeah. Simple. Yeah. You can't do that. Nope. You can't show up like that. Dak had three picks. Dak had three picks. Told you you should have secured the bag. Secure the ago. bag. We told him. We did, we've been we told We tried to tell you, Dak, you should have held out. Should have held out. Should have held out until you had a bad game, bro. We've been said that. Because yeah, they're waiting for you to have a bad game. Yeah, now Jerry's like, well, you remember what, week five? Or, now they're talking know, about franchise. We're already down to the franchise tag now. Oh, is that what they said? Why would you give him a deal? We should just franchise him. Yeah. We're, we're there already. Yep. So... That was the worst thing I saw. Just overall performance. When the bag is available, secure it. Yes. It's, it's, it's just that simple. Like, when the bag is available, secure it. Secure the bag. If the bag is there, if there's a chance at the bag, you know you can get the bag. Call your agent and say, hey, the bag is not going to get any bigger. Secure the bag. Secure it. I, I just, I just, let's just go ahead and get this done and tell Jerry I'm not showing up. Is that a bag over there? That's the bag. Secure my it. agent, hey. I heard that Jerry has a bag in his office. I need you to go get that. Secure that, please. Please take care of that because I don't want to come out and throw three picks in my next game. And then the media is all over me. And, and, then, and now my bag I'm just got a little bit smaller. Yeah, yeah, I need the big bag. My duffel bag became a suitcase. I don't need that. I don't want, I want, I don't the, want duffel. the I want the, the duffel. duffel. I want the otter, the otter pelican case I want shit. the check bag, not the yeah. carry-on. I, I need the full-on joint. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying right now? I need to check my joint. You understand? No I, I, you understand what I'm saying? I need to pay extra. <laughs> <laughs> I need to. I need to pay. Hey, but, hey, hey, I need the overweight. When, when they weigh me, I need them to put the oversized tag, tag on my joint. You know, the one that fits the golf clubs and everything in it. That's what I. I heard that that's available. Great. Call me on Tuesday when it's done. Because then, like you said, you go out there like is we're laughing, but like you go out there and you lay an egg. And now people have a point of reference to be like, oh well, Dak's not that good. Same old Dak. Next He's just a system know, quarterback. He has another bad game. I'm getting on there with a personal item. Yeah. Now I have a backpack. Yeah. I went from. The over overweight check a bag, mm-hmm. pay extra to now have a personal and, and, item, and it, and it, and and it fits I'm, in the, I'm on economy. It fits in the little thing, yeah. Oh yeah, now I'm well now I, yeah. I exactly. went from first class to economy. Now I gotta check my small bag at the gate because <laughs> there's no more overhead storage left. Because <laughs> no I'm not flying first class. Because guess what? I didn't get the bag when it was available. My feet are on my backpack because yeah. it's under the seat. Hey, I'm riding terrible. <laughs> I'm not can't even get the exit row joint. This is awful. I'm flying Max. spirit. <laughs> so, so that's yeah. the worst thing I saw, man. I mean, there. You just don't want to be called the same old Cowboys, and that's what they're. That's yep. what they, that's. And what I have to hear that all week. So yeah, let's talk this Monday night game: Browns Niners last night. Niners absolutely ran them over from start to finish. Hard to watch. Let's talk about. I want to talk about Baker Mayfield. I know me, me and you both watched Get Up. I want to talk about Greeny's assessment and Orlovsky and, and uh, who's our boy? Um, uh, Swagoo? Yeah, Swagoo. Uh, uh, why well, I forget his real name? Spears, bro. Marcus Spears. Marcus Spears, yeah. And I want to talk about Kyle Hurts' comments. And I, didn't then, hear, I, didn't hear, I didn't hear this. Yeah, yeah. And then okay. I want to get into the Niners and are they real or should we relax a little sure. bit? And then this Richard Sherman shit. Yeah. Thoughts on Baker? Is he a product of what's going on with Kitchens? Are people starting to catch up with him? It's only his second full year. Where are you at with with, with Baker? So Baker obviously has his flaws, right? I mean, he throws a lot of picks, which, again, he's a young quarterback that kind of has a gunslinger mentality, so that's going to happen. I really do look at that Kitchens situation, and I'm watching ahead. Like, we, we gave Nagy shit, but I think Nagy has a general idea of what's going on. This guy has absolutely no idea what's going on. No idea what he's supposed to do from game to game. 
doesn't know what plays to call. His you play calling what? is his play calling has been atrocious. You know how you know when he looks extremely disheveled? Then you run a draw on fucking third and twelve. Yeah. But post game <laughs> like post game. Yeah. No idea what when he's talking about. Ask him to like explain things. Yeah. That's one thing that if you want to look at like how under control the coach has things, listen to what listen to post game press conferences when they ask them hard hitting questions. Yeah. Kitchen is literally just like he can't recall anything that happened. That's what I did. That's what happened. So I, I, felt like calling. I don't even know Next what question. I don't even know what play you're talking about, yeah, but I know like, it didn't go super well. Disheveled. Yeah. So I think that he um has zero idea what's going on. When you have a young quarterback, you need stability at that head coaching position. He needs a good ear, a good voice in his ear. And I think that they just made a huge mistake by moving forward with this guy. They moved forward with him because Baker liked him. Right, but what that team needed, and you're bringing in all those egos, and you're bringing in all these guys, you need a strong voice at the top. I'm not saying go out and get a veteran, whoever it might be, but at least someone who is called. This guy had never called plays. He played. He called plays in the last season. They were cooking. Yeah, that's, that's fine. That's, why, that's but great. Yeah. But he was also the running backs coach to begin the year. So again, yeah, they had a great end of last season, but I really don't think he was the guy that should have been there. Then keep him as the offensive coordinator. Then, but bring in a good head coach to work with Baker. I think you're doing him a huge disservice this year because you have a coach that has no idea what the fuck he's doing. Now, is some of that on Baker? Absolutely. Is some of that on Callaway for dropping a fucking touchdown in the end zone and leading to another pick for Baker? Absolutely. Do you see that cut, that play? Yeah. Yeah. You it's supposed to be a catch, bad throw. So. No, the low, the low? Yeah, it's a bad throw. It's a catchable ball. It's a catchable ball. It's a bad throw. It's though. a catchable ball by an NFL player. Absolutely. So, I, call it a bad throw, that's fine. It's a little bit of both. Yeah. Um, maybe too low, but still, it's very catchable ball. Um, and the kitchens thing again, man. Yeah, we can't understate how. And you made a great point. The press conferences. He doesn't sound like a head coach. Head coach are really smart people, right? He's, he's, he's just, just lost, overwhelmed. Like, that's I, the yeah. that's the word. That's a deer in just, headlights. He's overwhelmed. Yeah, because he doesn't know what to do to fix the situation. Everybody's on his ass every week. They had, team had crazy expectations. They were getting smoked thirty-one-three. Baker was out of the game. They had. Then they had Beckham returning punts. But, yeah, what the fuck are you doing with Odell I, Beckham returning yeah, punts I, in the fourth I, quarter when you're down 28 points? Yeah, I don't know. Like, that's simple. Like, get my guy off the field. And then what did he say when he answered? He's like, well, have you seen Odell return punts? Like, yeah, like, this, this is what I'm saying, In though. games that matter. Yeah, he's just yeah. his responses are just – he's overwhelmed a little bit. That's, that, that's kind of what I feel, right? Colin Cowherd, first off, let me preface this by saying he does not like Baker Mayfield. He's never liked Baker he's Mayfield. He's never liked Baker Mayfield. They had their little exchange. He yeah. thinks he's a scrub, essentially. Yeah, yeah. He thinks he's extremely overrated. He's a very middling quarterback. He said that they need to do something to fix this. They should really look into trading Odell Beckham. He's not, he said he's not part of the four core of Baker, Chubb, Miles Garrett, Jarvis Landry. Get rid of get rid of Odell Beckham. Go get you some pieces for the offensive line. Try to patch that up. Get some other things going. They have too many mouths to feed. They have too much stuff going on. Kitchens is, is catering to try to get people. He's forcing things just to get mouths fed. They need to part ways with that and keep it moving. No. I don't believe in the trade and OBJ thing. I don't believe in giving up. Ex- make, you're... Okay, let me let, let's get this straight. You're co- you're the coach. That's your job. Get those guys involved. Do what you have to do. The answer is not giving up blue chip talent. And and let's not forget, like OBJ was getting it done with Eli at quarterback, putting up dummy numbers. So 
I, I don't think that's the issue. I understand where he's coming from. Like, hey, let's get some assets. But I don't. I mean, if you're gonna trade this guy again, I mean, I, I, yeah, that doesn't make any sense to me. The biggest issue is firing Freddie Kitchens, firing that entire staff, and bringing in some professionals because the two head coaches that three head coaches that he's had in his life are Hugh Jackson, Greg Williams, and Freddie Kitchens. So are you on the are you on the one and done year now for the NFL stuff? Like I, I one year I've seen enough. Freddie Kitchens. Oh yeah, if it looks bad enough, yeah, you can't fuck around with that. You have a young quarterback. You have talent on the offensive side of the ball. Yeah, I'm on if it it's doesn't. Case basis. I'm on if it doesn't go well for Nagy this year. We might need to start looking. Really. 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 Wow. Really. Really. If the Bears go six and ten, you'd fire Nagy. Think about it. That's not what I asked. Would I fire him for yeah. six and ten? Depends on what. There's there's other circumstances. Depends on what happened. I mean, it, it, does Chase Daniel get hurt? Does Trubisky ever come back? I think if Trubisky comes back, right, and you can't get it done, and you still go six and ten, you probably need to look into maybe possibly replacing Matt Nagy. He's an offensive coach that's not coaching offense. Chuck, Chuck Pagano is doing a better job at his job than Matt Nagy is. That's interesting. I, I wouldn't go that far. And I think you clean house. You fire Ryan Pace for sure. I think if they go 6-10, and 10, you fire Ryan Pace. It's possible. I know people don't want to think You like fire that. Ryan Pace. It's possible. You got to recognize what's going on out there. Shake-ups, yeah. You make a shake-up and, and it changes. Thing. I mean, Nagy had a huge impact last year. So is maybe not last year because he was a coach of the year last year. So maybe <laughs> yeah. not Nagy, but definitely Pace. He's a good coach. He needs definitely some, Pace. He doesn't have any pieces. And I think w- when he's sitting drinking bourbon at his house. Nagy? Yeah. He's like, he looks man. more of an IPA type guy, but yeah. But whatever. Oh, whatever he's drinking. He's like, man, these dudes are not the fucking answer, man. Yeah. Like, Trubisky is not the answer. He knows. Yeah, he knows. Ball don't lie. Deep down, he knows. Ball don't lie ever. So, like, you know. You know what you're watching. But I think, dude, you look at pace and, like, that offensive line situation, that's on him. Yeah. Right? That that is on him. 100%. The quarterback situation, I think it's enough when you just look at the quarterback situation and what you've given up for those two quarterbacks. A lot of money and opportunity for Glennon, right? The fourth. Literally, maybe the first worst four game stretch of quarterback I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen some bad. I mean, I've seen no. Bad. I've seen really bad quarterbacking. That guy was so bad. I, it's like I blacked it out of my mind because it was literally like I, I've the last game when he finally got pulled. I don't know if I've ever seen anything like it. I think that would be happening if you put me into an NFL game right now. I would probably have the he same reaction. Really he was fumbling. He was throwing picks. He wasn't hitting an open. Rest- I mean, that man could not play ball. Yeah, he's awful. And you try to convince me because he was a backup in Tampa that he was going to be a good starter? Stop. Stop it. $30 million? Forget about it. Then you. Then again, the Watson mistake. <laughs> Click on that ass. You, you, are an, you are an evaluator of talent. <laughs> you are an evaluator of talent. Because imagine, you got to look at the end of the day and say, if we had drafted Deshaun Watson, we wouldn't be in this position. And that's not some hindsight shit, Right? Again, we just talked about it. What fucking games were you watching? I mean, you were you go, you go back and pull up the pods. When Trubisky was drafted, we were upset. Who is this guy? We were upset about it. You can go. This shit's on wax. You yeah. can go listen to it. Who so, is this guy? Yeah, I, I hear what you're Deshaun saying. Deshaun Watson was the option. Period. Point blank. 
Deshaun Watson was the best option. I will say that until I'm blue in the face. Again, I'm not going to be a jack-off and be like, oh, we should have taken Mahomes. Like, how do you not see that coming? Nobody saw that coming, right? Mahomes was the 10th or 15th best prospect in there. He was clearly the third quarterback on the board for everybody. Nobody saw it coming or else somebody, even the top 10, I don't care what quarterback you had, you would have taken that guy because clearly he's the best quarterback in the NFL. But Watson was indefensible in the moment. It was indefensible last year. It's indefensible this year. And it'll be indefensible 10 years from now. And you fucking traded up. Stop letting this man off. I don't see enough people say that. Not just the fact that you took Trubisky over Watson. You could not stand the thought of having Deshaun Watson on your football team. You had to trade out of any scenario that involved drafting Deshaun Watson. Think about that. That's what you saw when you looked at his film. He can't play. He cannot play. We can't have him. Can't win with him. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what he said, though. Can't win with him. Watch the film. Like, nope, can't I, can't, I, can't, I can't win with this guy. Can't I cannot win with this guy. Can't do it. That's what you said. You said you cannot win with this guy. Think about that. Yeah. That should stick with him. So if this shit doesn't get turned around this year and we go from a fucking, was it 12, 11-win ball team, was it 12 wins last 12. year? 12-win ball club last year to an 8-win ball club this year? Some of it is on the fact that our quarterback got hurt and didn't develop, but some of that is on the fact that you didn't recognize what needed to be done. You didn't recognize that there might have been an issue with this offensive line. Instead, you extended some of these guys. They played okay last year. It's not like they were fucking lights out. Yeah, fair. You go get offensive linemen. People are fucking stupid when it comes to that. I just don't get it. We've seen bad teams get we've seen teams get ruined by bad offensive lines before. There's nothing new. The game can evolve into as much of a passing game as it needs to. At the end of the day, you gotta block somebody. People are drafting Khalil Max. People are drafting Joey Bosa's. Why? Because they make a fucking impact. Quarterbacks, pass rushers, left tackles. Corners. Corners. Get you those and fill in the blanks. Yeah, facts. If you have a dominant player at those positions, you keep them around. They are A1. Quarterbacks, left tackles. Edge rusher. Edge rushers and fucking corners. They don't, they don't come around. That they much. don't come around. Impact ones don't come around and you keep them around. All right, let's get back to the Niners. I'm upset. <laughs> What's the second highest paid position in the NFL? Edge rusher. Left tackle. Is it? Yes. Is it higher than the edge rusher? Yes. Because I, I guess you have to protect You get a good left tackle, player. he's not going nowhere. When's the last time you hear about someone signing a big-time left tackle? They don't because they don't fucking go anywhere. Yeah. And when they want to leave, they don't want to trade him. Uh, hey, and and Tunsil just went for everything. Went for everything, and he's not even good. Yeah, he's not as good as that. Yeah, yes. He's, he's an average left tackle, but it's like, shit, I'd rather have an average one than a below average one because we know what that looks like. Yeah, we need it looks like Watson fucking Charles Leno Jr. Yeah. Stop playing. Stop playing with this bullshit. I'm sick of this shit. I fucking hate the Bears, dude. Let's keep it 100. Let's keep it moving, man. I watched this team for fucking 32 fucking years of bullshit. Every fucking year we're supposed to be excited about some shit they suck. Every year we're not really excited they're good, but which leads us to a year of excitement in which they suck. The most It's inconsistency. It's just no quarterback play, man. We need to get a quarterback. We could have had we could have had Deshaun Watson. The league fucking twelve years. <laughs> the league is about quarterback play. We need a quarterback. There you go. But Niners, 
Are you buying? <laughs> hey, I just got a text. Nick is pissed. He's sick of this shit. <laughs> I'm tired of this shit. Shout out to whoever sent that. Folks on the live stream. It was Jay. Sports and Shoes. Shout out my man Sports and Shoes, yeah, he bro. Always, he locked in. He's locked always. in, man. Shout out my man Sports and Shoes. You know I fuck with you. We will talk about this on Twitter later. But I'm upset right now. Because I'm sick of watching this shit every fucking week, man. Sick of watching this shit every year. I'm sick of getting emotionally invested into this team. I'm sick of seeing the obvious shit right in front of me. And I don't even fucking... I'm not, I'm not a, getting a GM. I'm not getting paid $5 million yeah. to see what it is yeah, out facts. here. Facts. All right. After what you saw from the Niners, are you, are you buying the Niners now, or is they it four and zero, baby? Is it relax a little bit? You are what your record is. They're four and zero. They dominated Cleveland at home. They've done everything they need to do. I'm still lukewarm on Jimmy Garoppolo, but Fair. everything else around that team looks good. He's not on his ass twelve times a game. Everything else around that, they got a solid running game. You got some solid playmakers. Defense looks good. Bosa's a man. Relax a little bit on the 49ers. I'm cool with them. Oh, 4 I'm talking good. about everybody. You included. I didn't know you were that high on them. I'm not high on them, Listen, but, I, but they're 4-0. They're 4-0. They looked really good last night. They played the Bucs in week one. Bucs are – who knows what the Bucs are? They're all over the place. They played the Bucs in week one, and I think that it was like 41-31 or something like that. They played Cincy. Shit. Steelers. Shit. Then they come off the bye and beat up the Browns off a of bye. Hey. The Brown and the Browns look like they're shit too. You, and the Browns' only good win is against Baltimore, who now looks like they're very whatever. You just asked me if the Bears play down to their competition. You got to beat who's put in front of you. Yeah, no, I agree. And they beat who? I'm not I'm saying the Niners are going to win the Super Bowl. They're no, someone said the, they're the best team in the NFC, and I, I thought was, that was blasphemous. That's what I was just about to say. I said people are saying this. Yeah, they're the best no. team in the NFC now. No, I think it's Wait, I think Green Bay, Seattle. There's better Relax. teams in the NFC. Yeah, for sure. They go to the Rams next week. Well, that's a toss-up at this point. I mean, Jared Goff, you don't know what golf you're getting. Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Yeah, they go to but they go to the Rams next week. The Rams play well at home. Yeah. That'll be interesting. And speaking of, since we're talking about the Browns and the Niners, Browns, Browns are at home. Guess what the Browns have next week? Who? They're at home against Seattle. Guess what the line is? Browns laying three and a half. No, Browns are plus one. Oh, okay. Well, so, but especially how? Because that's that's a that's, that, I don't get it. That's though. Vegas. Why? That, it's 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 like the ultimate trap game, right? Yeah. Vegas is praying you bet the Seahawks. Anytime the Seahawks come across the country, they 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 want to promote that action on it. I mean, but yeah. I'm going to tell you this. I'm not touching that. I'll tell you that right now. I don't see how they beat the Seahawks. It looks like a trap, and I know all that. The Seahawks. I'm not betting against Russell Wilson. I think I'm going to take the Seahawks. It's been a rough couple weeks to pick them. Not for me. Oh, yeah, did you come back? Are you back? I'm, I'm like two games back now. Oh, man. I'm like, I think I'm 8-2 in my last. Did you start like 0-10 or something? 1-9? I, <laughs> I think I'm 8-2 in my last 10. You had a, you had a rough How go. Last you, had a, boy. you had a rough go at I'm it. I'm back. I'm back. I'm a couple games back now. Um, Really quick, let's get into this, Rich, because we got another 20 minutes on this NBA stuff. Yeah, we're good. But. Richard Sherman, he comes out, clowns Baker Mayfield for not shaking his hand, but then video comes out that Baker did shake his hand pregame. Like, what? what's that about? Richard Sherman, you know. He's kind I of used, a goofy. I used to like him. He's a fucking cornball. He's kind of a goofy. Like, listen to him talk. He's like, 
If you wasn't with us before, don't be with us now. Like, shut the fuck up, Doc. <laughs> he's kind of a goofy, bro. I think that's, he's, that's a clown move. He's he, just got he a, completely made that up. He's got a crazy chip on his shoulder. He always has. Um, again, I like him as a player. I've never enjoyed listening to Richard Sherman talk about anything. He's a clown. Not a clown. I'm sorry. I'm not going to call him a clown. Smart guy. He's just he's kind of a cornball to me. He's like, he's like a, a just shut up, bro. Just, just play ball. Like I don't, you know, I don't. I'm good. I don't need to hear Richard Sherman talk about anything, really. I'm a, okay, so my next question for you, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you my story first. <clears throat> have you ever been caught up in a lie? Are you ever? Have you ever lied about something and got caught up immediately about it? One time, I was trying to get out of this parking lot, and you know how if you lose your stub. You have to pay like the whole full day. Yeah, yeah. I'd been there for the whole full day. I, I left my car overnight, but I was trying to say that I lost my stub, and I'd just been in there for like an hour, and I was trying to finesse. I pulled the camera. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I'm like, I don't have my wallet. My thing is in my wallet. I've literally only been in there an hour. Like, yeah. I left my wallet in like upstairs where it's at. Whatever. I'm making up all this shit. I'm trying to finesse my way out of the parking lot. Cause it was like some super crazy New York. It was like. $95 right. or something crazy. Something, something absurd. Yeah. It's a car note. And I'm like, listen, sir, blah, 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 blah. I'm trying to finesse. And I'm going, and I had um like my side bag, like one of those like crossbody bags. And I was going through it. And as I was going through it, my wallet like pops out of the bag and falls on the ground right in front of the dude. Was there a ticket in there? Yeah, but it's for the full day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's like, oh, so you do have your wallet. And I'm like, she went, no, that's not mine. Yeah, yeah. So I paid. Paid $95? <laughs> so I, just paid the, I just paid for it. Like, yeah. I got caught red yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it was over with, right? And I was thinking about, like, did he think he was not going to get caught for saying that? They, this, like, literally not, the, at the end of the day, this morning, six angles come out of him and Baker shaking up right. at midfield. Right. So it's like, I, what, like what are you trying well, to do? And then he tried to come out and be like, oh, well, he gave me a petty handshake or something like yeah, that. Like, no, yeah. uh, he, he tweeted. Y'all worried about a handshake, haha. I'm on to the next week. Like, nah, bro. You yeah, just got you, burned yeah, up. Yeah, you came out and said that yeah. shit, bro. Have you ever had a spot where you lied about something and got caught like instantly and was like, I just took the L? I've never lied about anything. <laughs> yeah, that's actually the only thing I've lied about, too. So <laughs> yeah. you're right. Deny, deny, deny. Um, so, anyways, but uh, probably, not that yeah. I can think of offhand, but I mean, there's all, you know what? The most common shit is like you're telling a story yeah. to someone else. And someone who was actually there with you when it like, actually that's happened. Not what happened. <laughs> that's not what happened. You'd be like, gee, come on, man. Let me fucking embellish. Chill, everybody yeah, embellishes in the story, everybody right? You know story, what I mean? Bro. Like, yeah. Right. So, like, yeah. I mean, like, I'm sure it's happened with that. And then you just sit there getting an argument with someone who calls you out. But, like, also, like, yo, if you're the person that calls that shit out sometimes, it's like, yo, fall back. Yeah, fall, chill, let, me, let me Let me fucking, let me get my moment. <laughs> Let me get my shine on. You feel me? Story, like, calm dude. down. Yeah, Let me tell bro. the story. Let me tell you what's going on. I don't need you to come in and tell me how it actually was. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This yeah. shit is fiction. There ain't right. no biography. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's a little bit of truth, a little bit of lie here. Right. You know what I mean? You know, yeah. You know, if I had, if I say I had five drinks, maybe I only had three, but okay. I feel you. I'm just trying to tell the story. It sounds better. Right. Sounds better, right? Yeah. So I mean, like, yeah. If you're that guy who constantly has to come in and be like, "Oh, that didn't happen that way, man," I'm gonna look at you like you're sus. Let's switch over to the NBA. Oh, the bag. First off, before we even get to the controversy that is this NBA and China situation, 
Let's talk about how ex- I'm excited the NBA. The hoops is around the corner. Can't wait. Can't wait. Yo, by the way, United Center Bulls play the Lakers and the Rockets, I think, in November. We should try to catch one. We got the tickets least. for sure, yeah. I think I want to see that new. You see the new pictures of the new scoreboard and shit? Yeah, and yeah. I saw Mayberry. Shout out my guy Mayberry. Yeah, yeah shout out to uh, Mayberry for sure. Mayberry, yeah, he said that they have like the screen yeah. under. Yeah. Uh, that's for those, the court side folks. Yeah. So you can get a little view. Yeah. Jerry spent some Jerry spent some money, huh? Jerry just upgrade the How many center fielders did that cost, Jerry? <laughs> <laughs> upgrade the upgrade the jumbo try to cost him cost him a a pinch hit. Cost, him a, a, cost him a Cuban fielder. prospect. <laughs> I really don't want to do this. There's a fucking shortstop I like. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to benefit yeah, from this? I'm making money off the Bulls regardless. <laughs> <laughs> that was really funny. All right. Let's uh, – so NBA, Daryl Morey in China. Yeah. Long story short, Daryl Morey comes out, defends Hong Kong, says – Free HK. Free HKs. I stand united with Hong Kong. Yeah. Hong Kong is essentially in a battle with mainland China. If you don't know, mainland China is communist. Hong Kong, if you should know that. I would hope. don't know that, please go read the book. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and Hong Kong is its own state. It's a democracy, and they it's some form of a democracy, and they have different laws than mainland China. Mainland China wants to take it back, and... They're in, They're in a battle. They're in a battle. They're in a battle. It's a little bit of a war. Daryl Morey comes out, retweets a picture, and adds in hashtag free HK. I stand with Hong Kong, right? Me and you are homies, right? Yep. Your girl does some goofy shit. My girl would never I'm do part no goofy of, I'm shit. Part, <laughs> I'm part of your clique. Yeah. But I show some support for her, essentially. You like, bro, hold on. You supposed to be you on my team. It's even more. How about this? Me and you are homies. Yeah. I'm paying you a lot of money to be my homie. <laughs> my girl does some dumb shit. And, and I look at you like, support. you know what? I ain't gonna pay you to be my homie anymore. But the money that I pay you to be my homie is like 40% of the money that you earn in life. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's so then I don't know. I'm your I, biggest homie other than your family. I might have to repeat Okay, the USA, that. right? They get most of their money off the USA. So the big controversy is this. Let's get into it, right? China, and it's crazy how they act united and everything, is pretty much pulling first said, hey, we're not gonna show Houston Rockets games, right? Which if you really go all the way back, the second biggest team in China, I think they said outside of the Warriors is the Houston Rockets. Why? Because Yao Ming played there all those years, right? So you developed a whole bunch of Chinese Rockets fans in China, right? Which if you're the Rockets organization, that's huge. At last time I checked, there's like 5 billion people out there, right? So first they said, we're not going to show any Rockets games, which had this Rockets new ownership group of, what's the guy's name, Fertitta or something like that? Yeah, Tillman. Tillman Fertitta. Going crazy, right? So obviously, you know, he even came out and said there was some thought given to firing Mori. And just to give you, and that's perfect. So really quick, yeah. And that's a that's a perfect segue because less than an hour after Maury says, "I stand united with Hong Kong," Tillman Fertitta tweets, "Listen, at D Maury does not speak for the Houston Rockets." <laughs> yeah. 
Our presence in Tokyo is all about the promotion of the NBA internationally, and we are not a political organization. 100%. And it, first off, <laughs> I think it's hilarious that he kicked the tweet off with listen. Listen. Dot, dot, listen. Dot. Anytime you listen, see someone listen. say, hey, listen. <laughs> Get me. He, he's, he's completely <laughs> yeah. discrediting. Everything. I, I, he's 1,000% distancing himself from whatever that person said. Yeah. If, I, if you hear listen. He's about to discredit yeah. everything you're doing or said. I'm like, if I'm talking to someone, I'm like, listen, man. Listen. Sean don't know what the fuck what he's, he's talking about. about. Uh, he's dead it's ass like, It's like Nick is not fucking with right. whatever statement he just made. <laughs> exactly. So he's also, and obviously, you know, he's appealing to the advertising. I mean, there's big, again, if we have to explain this to you, but there's big money in China. Yeah. It's the second biggest market. It's massive. It's, it's, I mean, by people, it's the Billions. biggest market that the NBA operates in. But, you know, obviously, they make more money um, stateside. But. It's a huge market for them. It's a market that the NBA wants to have a great relationship with. There's tons of fans. They go over there every year. Every NBA player promotes their shoes over there. D. Rose still gets big money in China. And Houston already had a great relationship with China due to Yao Ming, right? They gained legions of Chinese fans with the Yao Ming situation. Chinese advertising dollars are pouring in. Like the NBA was really is really big on this relationship with China. Digital streaming rights, which you know about, obviously, stuff like that. That's big money. So when this biggest streamer of Chinese game of NBA games in China comes out and says, "Hey, we'll no longer show Rockets games, and we'll even go as far as to say that if you paid for the Rockets package, we'll let you pick another team or give you your money back," they're not fucking around with this at all. And that was within 24 hours. Yes. Then what happens today? Now they say, you know what else? We're not going to show NBA preseason games. Canceled it. Now it's getting real. Not just Rockets games. We ain't showing anybody's preseason games. What's next? Hey, you know what? I'm going to cut out some of this regular season, too. Then you're really going to feel it. And if you're Adam Silver, you're sitting there right now saying, oh, hell no. You can't fire him for that. Fire Maury? Yes, you can. Ah, you can't. Yes, you can. It's such a bad look. No, it's not. For the league and human society, you can't fire him for that. You've worked for a big company before. Yeah. You are always at risk of doing some dumb shit that can cost you their job. This is a little different. This is how I feel about it. He's a team executive. All all you can do is say, we don't agree with what Maury said. Maury's his own man, et cetera, et cetera. It's a really tough spot. I don't think you can fire him because then it essentially makes you look like you're, I mean, I understand that you're bringing in a lot of Chinese dollars, but you're, are you in bed that much that essentially something that he's, it's not like he's supporting a bad cause. No. Do you understand what I'm saying? But so it's like, man, you're going to fire him for that. Wow. You guys are truly, truly in the bed. He crossed. It's It's a tough, tough spot. He crossed a political line and he can't do it. I, and, and not at geopolitical and, line. And I hate bringing politics into I mean, hoops. And I, this is not even something I, I feel that strongly about because, first off, I'm not educated enough on exactly what's going on. I don't on know what's there. going on in the situation. And I try to keep hoops and all that stuff separated. But it's a really, really interesting topic because it's a massive story because Like, what's the grounds think, of firing him? I think the reaction. Let is, me ask you that. Yeah. Well, what, well, what, what are well, the ground? What's his ground? Like, you know, when you follow a divorce and it's like a reconcilable differences. Yeah. Like, what What is Silver going to say? He fired him for? Well, Silver can't fire him. Maybe Fertitta, but um, right. Okay. Yeah. You know what I mean. 
a decision that impacted the business. I mean, he is a representative of the business. He's an executive. He needs to keep the company's interest in his minds at all times. And he, again, I, and let me preface this by saying, I don't think Maury, Maury realized he fucked up. Like, oh, I didn't think this was that big of a deal. He just thought he was retweeting some shit, like, not a huge deal, right? So I don't think he went out there trying to be a crusader or anything Maury like that. And I guess has, like, homies that are in Hong Kong or something. And Yao Ming. It's, it's like Yao Ming won't even, yeah, but they're like, Yao Ming won't even talk to the Rockets right now. Like, Yao yeah. Ming's in charge of the Chinese Basketball Federation and yeah, all that yeah, shit. Yeah. But, um, so I don't think what Maury was trying to do was malicious or anything like that, but... If it's going to impact the bottom line for the league, if they're going to pull Rockets games off of that network, if you own the team and you know that firing him will get your games back on there, you got to make a business decision at that point in time. I would be interested to see the books and exactly how that revenue stream I'd works. Probably a lot. Like, right, so like NBA, they, 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 it's a rev share, right? Yeah. So like how much money is, are the Rockets? Like, okay, say they just cut the Rockets out. Sure. Like, is it, is it, how much, I would love to see, like, how much money we're actually talking cool. about. Like, could we just let, yeah, let them pick another team and everyone's what about watching, the, still watching NBA? What about they, the Rockets, Rockets business partners in China? So beyond the, the revenue sharing part of it, what about the Rockets individual deals that they have set up in China that they probably have set up for, again, the, if it, the worst team it could happen to was the Rockets because they already had a massive presence in China. People forget, like, one of the big things of bridging that gap from the NBA to China was Yao Ming coming to Houston. They said Tracy McGrady is still crazy popular in China. Tracy McGrady was getting crazy money in China while he was playing because Rockets games were streamed out or whatever you had back then. Everybody was watching Yao Ming. So the Rockets were already a global brand in China. So all these partnerships that they had, whatever they might have done in China, all these different business deals that they had in China, there's a big impact on that. So what do you do? I don't know what you can do because it seems like China has gone full nuclear on this shit, for like lack of a better term. There was there's video of people painting over rockets, murals, and yeah. gems. Yeah, the whole thing. It's bad. It's and bad. now that it's spread to the it's rest. Very, very here's the thing. Bad. Now that it's spread to the rest of the NBA, they've already shown like, hey, look, we will cancel preseason games. Don't let them start not showing NBA games. That's a big deal because then what happens? Your advertisers start backing out. Your advertisers who are relying on that message getting over to China. Start backing out. Your international sponsorships start backing out. Because, like, oh, you're losing the country with 4 billion people? Yeah, maybe we're not going to pay you as much as we thought we were because we thought we were going to be getting exposure over there. I mean, they have business part. It's a global game. There's business partnerships all across the world, and China is the strongest economy in the world. You can't be at war with them. And, it, and it obviously, they go in unison, right? You disrespect one asset of China, one piece of Chinese business, they'll go full nuclear and say, we are fucking canceling everything. <laughs> Christmas <Yeah>. is canceled. <laughs> that has real, real impact. Repercussions, yeah. I Stay locked on that. Like, remember when the advertisers started pulling off the Clippers from Sterling? Motherfucker was gone two weeks later. Like, no, that's when we drew the line. See, that's way different. It's though. way different because he did something wrong. But I'm just saying, just to let you know, he had done plenty of things wrong over the years. When the money was threatened to be pulled out, when motherfuckers started saying, hey, we're not going to make as much money as we did last year, Adam Silver is the CEO of a corporation. His if job that, is to make money. Yeah, I get you. His job is to make money, if man. If that tape doesn't come out, they, Sterling's still around anyway. That's what I'm saying. But, yeah. That's my point exactly. But the tape came out. It was so damaging there's that no, investors no pulled fire, out. There's no flaming gun here. He just he, he supported The flaming the, gun is the, 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 the gun is already flamed. <laughs> They've canceled the Rockets. Yeah. The Rockets have already felt the business. Uh, uh, money off that right now today 
That's what I was saying. I would like to see how much, how much money they how felt. much money we're actually talking yeah. about. That'd be interesting. But I guarantee you, it's a lot and a small amount. It's China. That's a huge market that loves the NBA, that buys shoes, that buys jerseys. Yeah, I hear you. No, I hear you. I, I understand China's a big market. And this he's got is, other business interests. You I'm know interested I mean? yeah. to see. I don't want this to come off the wrong way, but <laughs> Adam Silver's had a pretty smooth job so far. Yeah. David Stern kind of laid it up for him. This is how you should run it. He's come in. Done. He hasn't made a misstep yet. And this is, I'm excited to see, excited is the wrong word. I'm intrigued to see how he handles this situation because this is a big, big, big problem. Yeah. And you said they're sharing revenue and it's less revenue to share. You've already seen these guys don't want to give up shit. Yeah, they don't. These guys don't want to give up. I mean, talking about player salary is so minuscule in, in, the, in the grand amount of money that they make. They don't want to give up $10 million extra dollars on that. Yeah. So then you definitely don't want to use China as a business partner. I mean, just think of how many people and how much money is over there. You said Silver just come out. Hey, man, fuck the Rockets. Fuck them. like them know it. Yeah, fuck y'all. <laughs> fuck y'all. Hey, China, listen, we don't even like the Rockets like that know it. And think about, about it like this, bro. If you're like Russ Westbrook, yeah. you might have lost that connection to go over to China this summer and get some money. Think yeah, about the individual players. The deals and all that James stuff. Harden, you think James Sneakers. Harden doesn't? Sneakers yeah. in China? Again, yeah. D Rose, the reason that Adidas is still paying him yeah. is not the US market. Yeah, they, they say he's they, massive they, in China. Yeah, he is. Yeah. So all these dudes go over there and make money. Clay Thompson missing the dunks and falling on his ass. What the fuck yeah. you think he's going to China Let's for? Kick the Rockets out the league. It's a bag. Let's just we should should we just get an expansion? Everything squad? sounds good. Everybody's a revolutionary. <laughs> Everybody's pro human life yeah. and all that until shit the until, the, start, until yeah. the bag starts going. I was like, oh, okay, what the niggas doing over there? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it's true. Come on, man. Green is what goes, baby. Let's close it out on this. Before we hopped on, Ben Simmons knocked down his first three ball. Shut up, Ben Simmons. All net. What if he walks in the gym with a with a with a with a little cannon this year? They have a nice squad. He MVP candidate. Type I mean, you're shit. talking he about coming there with a cannon. Yeah, and the under the radar, a little bit of a cannon, the under the radar Al Horford signing. My boy, who you finally, I yeah, hope I'm, came I'm around. Full, I'm full, full around. I'm on a believer. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, big impact guy. Big Im- like we'll make an impact on that team for big sure. Big impact guy. Big impact guy. Especially because Embiid doesn't have to see him anymore. Gives him du- yeah, Embiid Im- facts. That's Embiid. A- could that's not a, handle that man. That is a, that that's is probably the, why they signed him. Yeah, that's legit a huge factor. So we, we never want to we never want to see this when guy in a playoff series. Playoff time, this dude doesn't have to deal with Al Horford. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's huge. Yeah, he'd never want to see him again. You been watching any preseason ball? No, I don't watch any preseason ball for shit. I don't watch preseason NBA, NBA NFL, NFL, MLB, MLB, soccer, cricket, hockey, volleyball, badminton. I don't watch no preseason, nothing. Daytona 500, none of that shit. I'll read all the stuff. I'll do all the, the going into the season previews. I, I don't want to watch any preseason. I know that we started. I don't want to hear about. I, I know I, that we started Felicio last night, and I just, that I can't handle. What's preseason? Like, that's yeah. I, 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 don't, I don't care. How does he still in the league? I guess because we're paying him what $7 you mean? million. He got that bag that we can't dump. That's why he's in the league. I would just send that dude down to the D League. Is he the worst player in the NBA? <laughs> Yo, low-key, maybe. Chris Felicio might be the worst player in the NBA. Yo, honestly, maybe. We need to do an NBA preview. We should do worst worst top like top 10, bottom 10. Top 10, bottom 10. Top 20, bottom 20. Chris Felicio. <laughs> oh, real quick thing on Utah. Yeah. This is funny. They, bro, love Jimmy Fredette. 
Yeah, of course. He's, he's Love him. BYU. Love him. Why wouldn't they? Love him. He probably got. He's probably in people's bedrooms. Jimmer for death. People were like, man, I don't understand why Jimmer for death's not in the league. Yeah. I don't. He can shoot it. Plays perimeter deep. Yeah. Oh, yeah Jimmer for death. Jimmer for death. Jimmer. We have 54. Man. I, I should get my guy Maxi. Played at. Shout out D Will. Shout out Max. They played ball at Arizona. And I'll tell you a story really quick. I should let Max tell this story. I should have him come on and tell it. But long story short is Arizona was playing BYU. And they got the scouting report. And they were like, who the fuck is Jimmer for Jimmer like, for They couldn't even pronounce his name. Yeah. And he said they ca- he came in and gave him like 57 or something. And they just didn't know what hit him? And they were just like, who is this? Who, who the f- this guy is ridiculous. <laughs> this guy is ridiculous. He was just pulling up from like 35. He was, like, he was a bucket. Yeah, it's actually a really, really yeah, good story. Yeah, he was a bucket. We'll leave it there. Me and Big Nick the Quick back in the stew. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes, YouTube, Spotify, man. I'm going to talk about some clips. Put them on IG. Follow us on Instagram at NoGetUpChicago. Tell your homies. Go order some shirts. I don't have that many left. I think I have like 12 shirts left. I have a couple hats left. Go get that. No Catch Up Chicago Sports Talk via Chicago. I'm your host, Sean Little. For Big Nick the Quick, we out of here.